It's been five years since the continent-wide attacks of a flight of ancient dragons, and the scars of that conflict still linger across the struggling Republic of Tal'Dorei. Rebuilding and recovery are matched by opportunism and scheming, and all the while, enigmatic powers, long dormant, wait to be found. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. Last time on Rise of the Ancients, it was a sad episode. The courageous and far too melee rogue Delilah was disintegrated by a zombie beholder. The rest of the party was able to defeat the beholder, but were devastated by the loss of their maybe friend? After handling it all in different ways, the Titan Slayers traveled west to find a river crossing and avoid the town of Rock River, which had been overrun by hill giants. They found a frozen lake to cross and were harried by a monstrous frog hidden under the ice. Their journey continued into the Dagger Bay Mountains, and a clever distraction by Sumi, the old ride-like-hell maneuver, allowed Shell, Tarkin, and the cart to get through the pass that was guarded by more enhanced hill giants. While Tarkin and Shell squabbled on the cart, Sumi discovered creepy blue crystals that looked hacked open and had goo inside. Gross. Finally, they arrived at the Emerald Outpost, only to find that they were expected. Well, one of them was expected. And she was dead. Now, back to the adventure. It is late in the evening, and Shell, Sumi, and Tarkan have just left the Elrevian mansion to find Alenda Stardazzle, someone who is holding 25,000 gold meant to be paid to Ebis Agoras in exchange for an enchanted leather coat. You are in the town of, uh, well, in the Emerald Outpost. It is... Whoa, hang on. When I scroll with my push to talk on, it zooms out my stuff, and so I can't read. Oh, that's not good. Oh, no. Okay, so the Emerald Outpost is a primarily elven um, village, sort of small town. You get the sense that there's probably about 2,000 people that live here. And it looks like there's been a fair amount of new construction, maybe in the last couple of years, that all appears to be very Western, human, sort of Iman-based, layered on top of elven buildings that have been here before. Uh, You're just leaving the Elrevian mansion, which uh, has been sort of left to Delilah, and as you were described as her companions, you've been invited to stay there as well. There were four servants sort of at your disposal, and you're out in the town in the cold, sort of wintry night. Uh, What do you want to do? Uh, I want to get this coat straight to Alenda. I think we're going to the bar to see if we could find her or something. That's right. They said that she's likely to be found at the tavern, or the inn, sorry, the inn, which is called the Mithril Peak. 
All right, well, onwards we go, I suppose. Yep. <clears throat> to and fro. Do we do we know where it is? Yeah, it's a small town. It's pretty obvious where the inns and taverns are, and so you head down sort of to the main area, and you can see that there's that um, docked skyship uh, and a couple of inns along the way, and you see the sign for the Mithra Peak. So I'm not saying that this is a good idea, but um, should we steal that airship before we go? I just naturally assumed that's what we were going to do. Stealing's not good, guys. But shall remember how much you wanted one when we saw it in the sky it at Kaimo. It looks super fun. Maybe it's owned by some real dookie heads. I'm almost guaranteed that it is. All right, I'm in. Really, the only people who own skyships are dookie heads or people who have liberated them from dookie heads. What if Did they're you wanna... liberators? Did you want to take a walk by it, very casual-like? We'll fly casually by. Okay, let's take it. Everybody make a cool roll. <laughs> I'm kidding. Everybody. We don't have that skill. <laughs> <laughs> we are not playing Star Wars. You just walk by. I mean, you're just sort of taking a look. Um, and it's pretty obvious from its uh, sort of state that it looks pretty ratty like you know there's a little bit sort of hanging off uh paint is peeling uh a couple of things need to be replaced and you see a couple of crew sort of walking the uh the deck and taking care of it but it's definitely the sort of one that is not the height of luxury um oi there Hello? Uh, what can I do for you? And the person sort of looking over is a uh, older, sort of grizzled human man with a with a gray with a gray beard. Um, hello. I was just wondering what this skyship does. Oh, um, we're merchants, Miss. Uh, the Joyful Ascent. Uh, you have the pleasure to see our ship. Uh, it's it's named the Joyful Ascent. merchants. Oh, that sounds fantastic! It's joyful and it ascends as in it flies. That is a very smart name. And you can see the guy, like, cracks like a huge grin. He says, yeah, that's our captain. She's uh, got a flair for the dramatic. Who's your captain? Captain Cloud Melody. Where is she? That's a pretty bad name. She's below decks. And did you guys encounter some sort of storm? You're looking a little bit weathered. And he kind of looks back and forth. He's like, ah, it's been a rough couple of weeks. I'll, I'll give you that. But uh, it's a solid ship. Did you need to speak to the captain or anything? Yeah, I'd love to talk to the captain. Is Tarkan just shaking his head? Tarkan is standing... Uh a couple feet back, uh, tapping his foot impatiently. Yeah, hang on just one sec. 
There you go. So you should be able to see the ship now on roll 20. Ooh. That's like the next level wagon. Oh. Why would you have uh, pre-organized this? Is there some sort of indication We've that we would want this skyship? Patrick, you don't know how much I pre-organize. <laughs> What's okay. that purple thing? That looks like magic. Uh, yeah, uh, so you are invited aboard by the human man, and you fixate on the sort of glowy purple thing, yeah. and uh, you can make an arcana check to see if Shell already knows what it is, or you could just ask. Thirteen? No, you don't know. Uh, it definitely looks very heavily magical, but you've never seen it before. Well, then I run up to it and like I don't touch it or anything, but I'm like peeking in it and I'm like, <gasps> "What is this fancy purple magical thing?" How's a nineteen arcana do you? A nineteen arcana is enough to know that it is called broomstone. Like it's a rock. Sumi's gonna like look around, but she's secretly gonna be like trying to stealthily show her bottle of Delilah ashes, the ship, and be like, Delilah, isn't this so cool? Man, you would have loved to steal this. When we get you back, maybe we will. I just came back to Jen talking to Delilah? Did I miss something very important? Yes, Your ashes. <laughs> So Shell runs up uh, to the higher deck and is looking at this. Um, Tarkan knows that it is broomstone, which is something that helps airships with flight. And uh, the man sort of follows up. Uh, he's pretty spry for somebody who, you know, looks a little bit older. And, and uh, he says... Oh yeah, that's the um, that's the broomstone. I can't tell you too much about it, as it's um, well, it's basically what keeps this whole thing flying. But it's well, uh, kind of a trade secret. Hmm, trade secret, eh? Yeah, it's um you know, maintained by uh, one of the guilds in Ankarel. Whoa. Oh. Is that like a, a place? Yeah, uh, Ankarel. It's the largest city in uh, Marquette, the uh, continent to the southwest. Oh. Um, well, yeah, we all airships are effectively... Um, you know, sort of on loan from or do some sort of business with the Alsferan Union, which uh, maintains all of the broomstone. Oh. Good to know, good to know. And this world is all about making a racket. Like, you lock down some kind of magical rock, and then that's yours forever. 
So, um, as you're sort of gathered around there, I assume he is further down on the deck wandering around, and the three of you are up by the broomstone. You hear a sort of a jubilant voice say, What's this? Who's on my ship? Welcome! You must be the captain we've heard so much about, but nothing at all! How are you? <laughs> yeah, and so you look, and... Oh, hang on. Just grabbing the image, but uh, holding control down while doing things makes it difficult. There we go. Image dropped in Discord. Oh, she has a tail. She's a cat. So as you sort of look back down onto the deck, somebody's come out of the captain's quarters, and it is a tabaxi woman with white fur and sort of gray coloring every, um, you know, around the nose and at the tip of the tail and on the hands. Uh, She's wearing sort of a pink blouse with uh, green pants, lots of pockets, and uh, a big floppy hat with a feather. I like how flowy the pants are. I like the hat. This is a crazy new character, Amanda. (laughs) It's outside of my comfort zone, guys. She says, Captain Cloud Melody of the Joyful Ascent, are you uh, booking passage? What What are you here for, friends? We're just really interested in this ship of yours. Oh, well, she's a beauty, and she sort of, like, runs her hand along one of the masts. Definitely the best ship in the sky, I'll tell you that. That doesn't look like much. Oh, well, she's got to wear it counts. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> so, uh, how much does something like this run you by? To buy a ship? <laughs> it's it's a bit. Like three, four platinum? Call it something like 75,000 gold. It's a wonderful story how I got this one, actually. You see, I saved a prince in Ankarel. He was being chased by harpies, and I rode in on this very large. Um, have you ever heard of a camel? No. What is that? No. Well, it's kind of like a cow, but its neck is as tall as a building. What? They're surprisingly fast, I'll tell you that. But anyway, so I was riding across the desert, and and at this point, uh, Joe, uh, the um, crew person that you've been speaking with, kind of rolls his eyes and uh, excuses himself. And she goes on into this story that gets more and more fanciful as it goes. Uh, can I roll an insight on that eye roll? Yeah, for sure. She sounds like Shell's type of person. I love her so much. Shell's found his home. Eleven. Shell might be the one falling in love this time. Um, with an eleven, you're fairly certain that, you know, either he's heard this story before, or he's heard its like very often. Mm. But, it, but it was definitely like a, um, you know, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, a fond eye roll, not a not oh, upset. Okay. He was just kind of like a oh, captain. 
Yeah, see, that's what I was looking for. What was the tone behind the eye? What's the dynamic? Yeah, yeah definitely friends and friends. The eye roll tone. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Great. Uh, Shell is just completely enamored and is going to just sit there and listen to this story for hours. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, and so she basically she rode across the desert. Harpies were attacking this uh, small caravan and she fought them single-handedly, uh, eventually convincing the Harpy Queen that she was a... Um, uh, an emissary from a different harpy nation and uh, she saved the prince's life and was rewarded with a boon of her choice of which she asked for the ability to fly the prince um, being a sort of clever sort sold her this ship in place of the boon huh um, so what is your kind of route you take oh um, well we fly all over the world. Right now, we are heading to uh, Whitestone and then on to Wildmount. On to Wildmount, you say? Yeah, we have a delivery to Port de Mali. I have a friend who's interested in that territory. Oh, have you ever been? No, no. I, I've just heard its name once or twice in passing. Oh, it's a beautiful city, Port de Mali. Uh, it's tropical. People are very free and friendly. I'd love to see it sometime. Well, um, as I said, if uh, you're looking for passage, we take on paying passengers. What's your going rate there, friend? Well, um... Normally, it's uh, oh, it's about two hundred gold pieces a day. Uh, it's, but you know, I can. Uh, we're already headed that way, so if you were planning to just come along and maybe do a little bit of work, we could uh, we could negotiate lower. Um. Yeah. Um. Cool. 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 <laughs> Shell, we have business elsewhere. Um, sorry. What was her name again? Cloud Melody. Captain Melody. Um, any chance, you know, just on the off chance, I'm sure you've seen some rough skies before. Um, any chance anybody on your ship knows how to bring back the dead, maybe? She says, no, unfortunately, the ability to bring those back from the dead was lost to me when uh, the jeweled crystal necklace of the uh, pirate king of Darktoe fell overboard during a storm about two months ago. Where? She's, Where did that happen? dead Where? serious about this. Well, Dinger. Inside. Yeah, make an insight check. Uh, 20. 30. 16. Uh, Tarkan is fairly certain that she's telling the truth, but Shell can tell that this is definitely a story. Mm. She rolled right in the middle with a 19. 
Hmm. You lying, bitch? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Um, that's cool. We've got some other things to take care of, though, so... Really, Not Shell all. doesn't call her out for lying? He yells at me all the time. Because you're my friend. Aww. And you're usually committing crimes. <laughs> She's committing the crime of breaking my heart. She says, well, uh, it was lovely to meet all of you. Um, we're taking off in the morning, so if you change your mind, let us know. Cool. It's always exciting to take on new passengers and hear the stories that they have to tell about their lives. One more question. Yeah. Do you have anybody on your ship that um, can send a message? No, sorry. We're um, mostly just simple sailors. Fine. How many sailors? And I just walk off. We're 20 strong, friend. That is a lot of sailors. It's also a lie. More you want to roll an insight? Yeah. Uh, I was going to roll, but I left. How much did you get, Corey? 14. Well, she seems like she's telling the truth. Of course, she would seem like she was telling the truth. Shell did not appreciate the lie about the jeweled emerald, and he is just completely 180 on it. God. Has Shell never lied? No. No, no, no. No, that's not... No. It was a very specific thing here. She, she lied about... She's stealing our heart stuff. It's... We... It was something you feel strongly about? So imp- That's fair. I get it. She's being a dookie head. I think she was just saying no in a fancy way. Like what? a dookie head. Saying no to what? I miss that. Just Being that she didn't team. have someone to resurrect people. So she was just saying ah. it in a fancy way. Yeah. Just a little bit of embellishment. Like a bard might do. Or like a big fish. Or like a dookie head. Or like a dookie head. Alright, off to the uh, inn. Yeah, the Mithril Peak. Which was so urgent. Sorry, just uh, one second. Well, I mean, you ushered us out at rapid speed. Like, we hadn't even settled. And then suddenly now we can take a diversion over to a ship to talk to a cat lady. If you want to go to bed, just freaking go back to bed. I didn't say that. I think drink sounds really good right now. At the end. So, yay! As you step off the boat and start heading back, like down the uh, airship dock wharf thing uh, into the center of the town. Um, 
you notice sort of three hooded figures step out uh, from a side street and sort of array themselves in front of you. Push uh, off. Amanda, would you like to describe what they're seeing? Yeah. Um, okay, so it's, yeah, this hooded figure, all you really see is like dark shadows. You don't really see anything um, specific about the characteristics. Like the hood kind of falls down low in the face. Um, but these hood hooded figures come like right up beside you um, and with their hands like straight out in front of them. Beside us? They come out like right like right in front of you, like oh, facing right. you, with their hands like straight, like bent at the elbows, but hands like straight out. I'm, hello, I'm having a really bad day. If you don't mind just moving, that would be fabulous. I pull out a nunchuck and start twirling it. Just Yep, the blades are of. out. Blades are out and lit. You can see people in the town sort of begin to back away quietly. While holding my staff in the other hand. I'm just gonna, like, try to walk, push through them. What did you do with her? Where is she? A she-who. Who are you? Well, you seem to have taken over her life. This isn't... What are you guys doing, Karen? Where... Where is she? What did you do to her? You've said no name, so identifying who you're speaking about is quite difficult. She snaps her fingers, and two of the people come back into, like, her. Oh. What? She's multiple, man! Okay, I'm really annoyed, but that was really fucking cool. That was dope. How'd you do that? Teach me. So she takes down her hood and she goes, Where's Delilah? What do you look like? Oh, Would I you like me to send the picture? Yeah. I should have known from your like really grouchy demeanor you would know Delilah. Hello, <laughs> we are friends of Delilah. Are you a friend of Delilah? Oh. Delilah is my sister. Whoa! Where is my sister and what have you done with her? Because what you just saw is nothing compared to what I can do. Oh my god! You really remind me of her now. Um, perhaps we should sit down and talk about it. (laughs) Oh, he's crying now. What else is new? I don't understand, you guys. Where is she? What is happening? (laughs) She's dead and in the jaw. <laughs> I don't laugh as a character, but I am laughing as a Jed. <laughs> what? Would you like to sit and talk? She had an unfortunate accident during adventuring, and I'd love to fill you in, but perhaps in the street is not the best place for you to hear this news. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't have a sister, but I would I would guess. Does she look younger than uh, Delilah? She, uh, she's Delilah's older sister. I'm so into her bob with the blue bottom tips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you want to uh, describe her, uh, um, the image and other things for listeners? Uh, yeah, okay, so she, 
Um, she's pretty. She she's Delilah's older sister. She's a few years older than her, but she's very young looking. She's very petite. She's super tiny. She's like just five feet. She's got like a short, short red, natural red haired bob, but with blue, like pastel blue bottoms. Um, and then she has very pale skin like Delilah. Um, she has like almost, her eyes are so like light hazel that they almost look like orange. Um, and then she's wearing a really, really big um, black like cloak with the big hood. So you, you don't really see too, too much else about her. You just see that she's like kind of looks really tiny underneath this. Uh, so she's she trying to appear like a little bit bigger like yeah yeah she's trying to appear a little like more menacing but doesn't really give off that vibe without the special effects i guess you might want to say could you then um, make her voice like hey stop it <laughs> so her voice might change once you uh once she doesn't see um hate us anymore yeah um and then what are they called? Horns. Her horns? Um, I don't know if they have a special name or anything. Um, they have like a bluish tinge to them and they're almost like glowing. Like kind of, they kind of match her hair a little. That's really rad. Now Delilah did not have blue horns, correct? Correct. So, um, yeah. She also was so, a wizard. Um, my name is Sumi. Um, uh, and you are? Uh, my name is uh, Azara, and um, yeah, Delilah's my sister, and I don't understand where she is. I don't know what you guys have done to her. I run uh, over and give you a big old hug. I don't know what is happening. I'm really sorry, but she has died, and it's been very hard, and we'd like to tell you the story. Um, but not all hope is lost. Let us sit. So we'll go into the uh, inn's bar, I guess? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so we're heading into... I'm, guess- I'm guessing Shell kind of just, like, leads her in a hug there. Yeah. Exactly. So the inn that you go into is a very beautiful, very cozy place. Uh, the decorations are all very clearly like sort of high elven with lots of uh, draping fabrics and uh, sort of rich looking things. There's a small sort of stage to the right where you can see an elven woman like plucking very very precisely and delicately at um, like an instrument filling the area filling the, the common room with a nice soothing sort of melody and there's a uh, fair amount of patrons, probably like 10 or 12, and uh, the barkeep is uh, a very sort of sharp featured classic elven woman with like long black hair. What is your name again? Cool, is it like a seat yourself kind of joint? Yeah, absolutely. just immediately goes up to the bar and uh, orders whiskey. Yes, certainly. Oh, sorry. I should do that again. Azaria. 
Because these are Syngorn elves. They have like super cockney accents. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. Yes, certainly. I'd be happy to get you a whiskey. And so, yeah, you get your drink. Um, Let me see. Uh, You're looking at about uh, just like one drink. I'm going to order a couple just for myself. All right. uh, Basically a gold for a couple of shots of whiskey. So I'm guessing Tarkin stays at the bar for a bit. Yep. So, uh, Shell, do you want to sit down as Arya with me? Yeah. Can I just have a tea? Are there, like, servers here? Uh, There is just the one bartender. Before we get started, I just need to go, like, have a tea. Uh, or, like, get a tea for this conversation. Sumi, would you like to give me a drink, too? Yes, Shell, why don't you hold the table? Azaria, I can get you a tea unless you'd like to come. Um, sure. Or you can sit with the the sobbing turtle. It's up to you. I'll come with you. Oh. <laughs> Shell, please guard our table. I can do that, I think. Uh, what would you like to drink? Alcohol. Sweet or not? Yeah. All right, I'll get you both. Uh, so yeah, I'll go to the bar with Azaria and I'll see what we can order and see if they carry some sort of like mountain tea. What's mountain uh, tea? I just assume they have some sort of like leaves that grow on the mountains that would be oh, like local okay. to the area. Yes, the uh, tea selection will be mostly sort of like uh, herbal teas um, and then like one selection of like a sort of like a really caffeine heavy black tea that, you know, the elven proprietor kind of turns her nose up at and says, if you like that sort of human fare, but I can see that you're probably discerning types, and um, I can recommend this one for you, and so on. Wonderful. And I will get um, hard liquor for myself, hard liquor for Shell, and then something, a fruity drink for Shell as well. (laughs) Okay, just call it a round gold after tip. Deal. Thank you for the tea. Um, now, I guess you have some information for me. Ah, oh, yes, come sit. So I think um, I'll like kind of just give you a ca- recap of what I'm going to say. Does that make sense, Mayor? Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to kind of explain like how I knew um, Delilah, and then I'm going to tell you a bit about who we are as the Titan Slayers and how we became like an unlikely crew of best friends um (laughs) is that how you describe it (laughs) yeah um and and that yeah in our on our way over here we were taken by surprise by an undead beholder and um unfortunately delilah uh, was disintegrated into ash 
Um, we've all taken her her passing very hardly. Is very, and we've taken it very hardly. How do you say that? Taking it very hard. Taking it very hard, as you can see. Um, Tarkan is so distraught that he's become an asshole. Um, he shall become an asshole. Shell cannot even oh, no. say Delilah's name. Oh my God. Um, but I am holding it together um, because I do believe that with this, and I'll bring out her ashes, uh, and enough money and the right person, we could bring her back. And I have hope. Mm. These Does are her Shell ashes. Pick up any information about how the story when Sumi was telling um, Azaria how her and Delilah became friends? Oh, from that whole story that you guys don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> I would have said that her and I met in Kaimal, and we busted up an illegal uh, magical creature ring. That's all information we knew. Hmm. It is. That's disappointing. So- hey, Merrick. Yes, sir. Uh, as I'm sitting at the bar, I'm just going to cast a look out over the rest of the, the place and try and see if I can spot anyone who might be uh, a star dazzle. Um, there's a pair who clearly do not fit in, and you're thinking those might be one of them is a star dazzle. Uh, there's it's a human woman and what looks like a half elven woman, and. Uh, the half-elven woman it has, like, a big book open on the table that really looks like a spell book, and the uh, human woman is, like, looking very, very bored and drinking a fair amount. And where very, are they in the bar? Very clearly adventuring type. Uh, they'll be... They'll be a this one, I guess. No, they're going to be behind the door at the sort of half table facing the wall. Very good. So, and sorry, Amanda, you were going to say something, right? How did you guys end up at the mansion? How did you guys know to go there? How like can uh, I've, I just don't understand. I saw you guys there, but I don't understand how you go there with Delilah not being able to tell you uh, I don't remember you were brought servant. in yeah the servant the little kid oh yes a little child approached us and said we looked like perhaps the people that that had been described to them as people knew we were traveling with your sister yeah, so little you Hmm. So you've never met the owners of the house? Uh, No. The the stuff Delilah? Or the the fiancé? Seems like there's a a lot you didn't know. Um, Like a lot. How long have you known Delilah for? Perhaps like a month? Oh, I see. Okay. Um, Sometimes friendships happen fast. Okay. Um, so how 
how do you plan on bringing her back? Magic. Do you have more of a plan, or just that? Uh, we've been told that with the proper amount of money, clerics in Iman might be able to resurrect her. Yeah? With magic. Oh, and Shell waves his hand. I was just going to say, Shell, do the fingers. <laughs> do the fingers. See what I did earlier? Even even Tarkan is over in the corner oh, doing spirit fingers. <laughs> of course. Okay. Um, do you do you possess this kind of magic? No, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Can you send that. a message? No, no. She's not. asking about the spell sending. Um. No. No, um, I, I just haven't been able to um, fully figure that one out yet. So it's definitely more of a cleric spell as well. Yeah. Um, it's not your bag, got it. Okay, well, um, what's our what's the next step then, I guess? Money. And have you guys looked into... Um, different ways that you might be able to get that money yeah i walk over to the table i walk over to table shell and i put the put my drinks down and go and nod towards the corner and go they're over there um i do believe over there is where we might get our money um we are planning to sell this magical cloak to somebody who has ordered it um how about i leave you two to catch up and me and Tarkin will go deal with this business. That's fabulous. Catch up is usually what you say to somebody who's previously met somebody. This would be more of, I would leave you two to become more acquainted. Catching oh, up. Good, good. Oh, good. This is a fun character. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy catching up. Let's go, Tarkin. <laughs> Okay, Uh, so if you head over to the table, I will drop their pictures in the Discord and then describe the two. Click. Oh! Holy hell! The human woman, like, as you're getting close, you can see that she's got a big, massive greatsword sort of leaning against the table beside her, and she's got blue hair and sort of a short leather coat and you can see like she's definitely martial and athletic looking. The half-elven woman has uh, sort of nearly glowing sort of silverish hair and uh, she sort of they, they both look up at you at the same time but the human woman is definitely uninterested and sort of like immediately passes her attention away whereas uh, the half-elven woman says, Yes, um, can I help you? So, sorry, just if one looks more martial, does the other look more lily, or...? Ha. <laughs> that is a terrible <laughs> joke. That is a terrible joke. Yay, me! <laughs> oh, Why did you just say terrible joke twice? He feels very strongly that it's a terrible joke. 
He can't see me, so he just wants to make sure I really understand how much that sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very confused. So, um... We're looking for a person. Are you said person that we are looking for? What I is your name? I immediately palm my own face. And she says... I'm sorry, I don't quite understand. Alenda? Um, yes, I'm Alenda. You placed an order with an wizard man some time ago oh. for a coat. And she, like, brightens immediately. She says, oh, um, and she, like, looks over at uh, the other woman and says, um, excuse me. Raven, uh, just give me a moment. I have to go and speak with these gentlemen. Come on, over here, over here. And she sort of like stands up from the table and uh, starts heading over into the open area of the tavern. She's a smooth lady. Smooth up. And you can see the other woman, Raven, is just... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, The other woman, Raven, like looks curiously and sort of annoyed. And Alenda says, I specifically told Ebis that if he was to send couriers, it needed to be discreet. This is a surprise for her birthday. Oh, well, the surprise is Ebis is dead, so... What? I don't know if you should have opened with that there, Targan. Uh... How did he die? Beholder? What? What was he doing in the Underdark? He was okay. So, long story short, he is no longer with us. We have the coat and are willing to deliver upon payment. Um. Okay. Uh. That's a. Um. All right. Let me see the coat. Who has the coat? Uh, I do. It's in the bag. Pull it out of the bag of holding. Uh, no, I say, oh, yeah. let me see the money. <laughs> um, um, Rachel, hang on, hang on, hang on. And she uh, opens up, uh, you know, a side uh, satchel, handy haversack, and uh, goes over to sort of an empty table and pulls out a, a bag, opens it up, and you can see it's filled with quite a fair bit of platinum. It's definitely not 25,000 gold pieces. And she says... This is some of it. The rest is here. Let me see the coat, please. Some of it. I pull out some of the coat out of the bag. <laughs> Good call. I would like to make sure that it has been fully enchanted, and I would like to cast an identify on it. We would like to make sure you have all of the money, and would like to cast the put it in my pocket. All right, all right. Over to the bar, then, please. Let's do this a little bit quieter. And she, like, looks over her shoulder, and uh, her friend is staring right at her, and she's like, well, it's all out the window now. Your friend looks like a total bee, just to say. She is my best friend, and she has saved my life many times. You're some sort of courier from a dead wizard. (laughs) You mind your tongue. <laughs> oh, dark so, shell. She she goes over to the bar and kind of like stands in such a way that uh, Raven can't 
sea and starts pulling out some sacks. And you can see it's probably 25,000 gold worth of platinum. You've probably never seen $25,000 worth of platinum. That's a fair point. But it seems like a lot. It's a fair amount. All right. Here's the coat. All right. And so she spends a couple of minutes and she sort of like uh, mutters and then you see the magic um, sort of flow from her as she identifies it and her eyes light up and she says, perfect, perfect. All right. Here you go. Um, uh, I'm sorry to hear about Ebis, uh, I guess. Did you have much with him or? No, he... um, we consulted with him on some legends around the mountain, and then he offered to uh, make some items for us. Ooh, items. Yes, well, thank you, and have a lovely evening. And you see her, Where's like... doing business with you? Yeah, and she, uh, she walks away, and, like, holding the coat, walks up and hands it, and you can see she and uh, her partner uh, sort of do this little exchange. I just funnel the platinum into the bag of holding. Just <laughs> <laughs> There we are, shall Step one. All right, all right. I did. So now that we have the money, how do we turn the money into Delilah? We go to Amon like we were planning. Alright, uh, so back at the table with Azaria and Sumi, what are you up to? I want to ask um, Azaria a little bit more about herself and so, um, did you grow up in the same traveling um, troop as Delilah, together? Oh, that's, uh, that's one way to put it. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I did. Um, um, what's another way to put it? Um, criminal enterprise might be how I would put that, but uh, Delilah and I didn't see quite eye to eye on that. I'm sorry, what? I am not there, I'm <laughs> Yep, you're not there. <laughs> well, she definitely... I mean, she didn't share very openly, but I knew that she was with the class. Um, we met your very hot uncle. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you do seem a bit different. Did you take a different path in life? Um, yeah, I... Um, I haven't seen Delilah. Well, I haven't spoken to Delilah in many years. Um, I I left the organization um, years ago and I've stayed in uh, contact is not necessarily the right word but I've kept my my eyes on what's going on and I've kept my um, been very aware of what's going on and where my sisters are and how involved they are and um, making sure that they don't make some of the same mistakes. Sorry, did you say sisters? 
Yes, I have two sisters. That's very interesting. I've always wanted to have siblings. That sounds um, tough, but lovely. Yeah, it um, can be challenging. Well, I didn't know Delilah for a very long time, but what I did, I'm a very good judge of people, and I could tell that although she was a little bit um, rough, perhaps a little bit untrusting, she um, really truly had a good heart. Uh, there was this one time that there was this person um, uh, hustling people on the street with a cutlery, <laughs> and she caught them and then took all their money, and she even gave a little bit back to the people. No. Oh, well, I would like to say that um, somebody's made a positive influence on her. She uh, gave some money back to the people. Um, and so, yes, no, I think she truly has a good soul, and I'm very... She, I really want her back. Um, she's the first friend I've had in a very long time that I felt that I could perhaps trust. Um, I also... I, I have to give you this... Um, it, it was hers, and so I'm going to hand across uh, her disruptor dagger and um, oh. the letter that we got when we came to the house. Okay. Um, oh, well, thank you. Um, I... I do believe this letter says it's from her arranged fiancé. Mm-hmm. Also, um, Amanda, or, well... Delilah's slippers of uh, like spider climbing would also have survived. Whoever has those. Yeah, I'm gonna keep those. <laughs> Daggers were her thing. Slippers any of us can wear, except for Shell. I don't know if you have the feet. I have feet. <laughs> They're like huge for, um, turtle feet. For these, and these items, and um, and I take them and I. Um, kind of hold the dagger for a minute or two and um, I I appreciate you telling me that story and I, I like to think that um, there was there was some good left in Delilah there was some hope for her and hopefully we can uh, we can bring her back and and show her some some changes that um that would benefit her. So, as you're sort of holding the dagger, it definitely doesn't look like anything that Azaria would have seen before, because it's this strange, ancient technology. It's got these odd protrusions, and it doesn't seem magical. It seems off. And then the letter uh, I sent to you in WhatsApp. Oh, okay. Um... Um, did do you know if anybody you said you saw our uncle did anybody in the family see this dagger um I I don't know she never showed it to the uncle when we met him but it wasn't an appropriate time we were receiving an award um and then otherwise like that. she didn't let us see her family at all so um, I never got a chance to see the hot uncle again. Okay. Um, 
do you know which uncle I mean? Because you might have more than one hot uncle. <laughs> I'm pretty I sure can identify I all your hot relatives if you could. Like hot cousins, hot aunts. So at this point, we can assume that Shell and Tarkan rejoin the table. Yeah. We um, our family is very attractive, very influential in many ways. Tarkin and Shell, do you remember what Hot Uncle's name was? Oh, let me just check my memory banks here. Flip through that memory book if I you don't I also just reached for my memory banks. Um, has anybody else read this letter? I assume, as you guys uh, went to the we, house. We, we all have, yes. Um, did anybody... Oh, that's just, right. just I have. And I relayed the information. Did anybody go Vaguely. to the master bedroom safe? Did anybody try it? If money is what we need, did we try that? I don't know if we did. Nope. Uh, nobody went upstairs in the mansion. No, we were wow. in a very hard, huge hurry to leave for some reason. We had to get the money so that we can bring back Delilah. Yes, and but there's yes. money in the master bedroom. It's not our house! We're not just going to take somebody's it's money. left for Delilah. This is the best way to use it for Delilah. I mean, yes, we are going to take the money. We just seem safe and safe for now. Okay, well, I, I, Delilah was a little more skilled than me at that, but I could give it a shot. That would be, that'd be excellent. I haven't um, done that in uh, years. Patrick had the name right, Commander Metgenesu. Um, would you like to hold Delilah's ashes, or would you like me, I'm, I'm very happy to continue to care for them as well, if that's um, hard for you. Do you, like, tend to them and, like, put food her, in her there? ashes? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I do, not, to them I do not. I do not put food in them, but I, I, you know, keep them close to my heart, and I'm, like, very, very careful with them, and I do talk to Delilah sometimes. Whatever. Okay, well, I have a question about the ashes. Um, have you, like, let them dry out again after they were apaced, or...? No. <laughs> Gross. They're corked. <laughs> you need to put some food in there. First. Only very slightly better. Well, I, I did see so probably you some water on the boat earlier talking to them. I think you are keeping good care of them. And um, I don't know how I feel about having my sister's ashes on me. I haven't spoken to her in a long time. Um, I. It's more like an ash paste, really. How about you keep those for now? I will do all I can to keep them safe. My word. Okay. Um, was, um... I, I, I feel like for no reason at all, but all of a sudden I feel like maybe we should go back and check a safe. Um, I mean, no big deal. I, I'm sure it's fine, but... Um, hmm. um, okay, let's go check the safe. I mean, we're done here. She freaked me out talking about that. I know. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram 
at Skyhammer Press. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. Listening. Also, we just got like a dick load of, of uh, cheesecakes. <gasps> oh, cheesecake! So Merrick ordered a cheesecake okay. as a surprise, and the flavors are crazy. It's like chocolate banana, and like it's good. But then the free gift this week at Superstore was three free cheesecakes. God damn! They had a lot of extra cheesecakes. Amanda, so many. Can you go rob them cheesecakes. No, please. No, please. No, really, please. Corey. Yeah. Stop. Okay. This is a suspiciously nice photo. Of who? In the roll twenty. Like it looks like I'm like, oh, that looks like a nice photo, and I'm just waiting for all the bad things to happen. Well, that's the town you're not in. I never do that. It seems Tell like all that to do one. Seems like you're learning how D and D works. But Amanda, we, like, I've been trying to find webcams anywhere, and I can't find any for under $100 now. Oh, no! So I, I might just... everybody's buying webcams now, hey? Yeah. Everybody wants to video chat with Grandma. Yep. Can I video chat with Grandma? Hello there! It's me, <laughs> old Gigi! Hey, Gigi, how's it going? It's going really well. I'm getting very fucked up in Vegas right now. <laughs> oh, hot damn. Gigi. Vegas is like a ghost town. Yeah. Not for Gigi. <laughs> Gigi no. no one's here to watch me steal. <laughs> you turned into a man. Do you need more dice? Um, I should be okay. I have two bags. Gigi's been smoking a lot, so her voice fluctuates. Damn, Gigi. Like smoking cigarettes or like smoking the good stuff in Vegas? Oh, the straight gunge! <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not smoking the weed! <coughs> what do you think gunge is? Just smoking penises, man. Oh! oh wow. Damn! Gigi. Gigi. She's uh, living it off in Vegas. She really likes those Chippendale shows. Yeah, I forgot Craig was listening. <laughs> oh god. Well, that's some outtakes for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's just all the adventures that Gigi's having in an event in Las Vegas. <laughs> Great grandma? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> My favorite part is when Merrick's gonna go through to edit this. <laughs> yeah, I'll figure it out in a couple of weeks. It's gonna be great. Oh man.